Hello, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast. This is not about your body. I'm Jesse Neeland. And I wanted to tell you about something that happened with my nibblings the other day. Uh, so my nephew's tooth fell out uh, at a family like dinner. It was He was biting into a caramel covered brownie and his little tooth fell out. He's, uh, he's almost seven. And it was so cute. Uh, just the cutest thing. Cause he was so excited and he was so surprised and he wanted to show everybody. And we, you know, got him to take a couple of pictures with his little tooth and his little gap. Um, and then for the rest of the night, I found myself like just wanting to gush about this brand new smile he had. Like I just couldn't get enough of it every time he talked or something and I saw his mouth, I had the urge to say something and I had to work really, really hard not to because obviously that, you know, is sort of weird. Um, but I, I started to think about the ways in which my non-commenting on people's bodies ever policy gets challenged by my nibblings because they're little and they're growing and they look constantly different. Like every time I see them, I feel like they look different. And I have the impulse to comment on what's different. You know, it feels really uh, notable and interesting and kind of exciting to see these changes. Um, you know, watching how they they grow upward for a little while and they get really stretched out and skinny and then they grow outward for a little while and they fill out and get round and you know it's just such an interesting thing to, to watch kids grow up and if you've listened to any of my other material videos podcasts whatever I talk a lot about the importance of uh, never ever commenting on anybody's body and I, I generally mean that like among adults or uh, you know with teenagers it's so important um, and I actually believe wholeheartedly that it's also important with children, but the urge, like I don't feel the urge to comment on adults' bodies necessarily, not very often anyway, like occasionally um, I'll have that urge show up and I'll have to kind of fight it uh, if somebody looks really different. But because the kids look different all the time, you know, I go like two weeks without seeing them and, and I swear they have completely different bodies. It's like, it, it's something that I come up against a lot more is the urge to say something, the urge to comment. And I'm super aware that um, my nephew who lost his tooth specifically, he does not like a lot of attention. Um, his sister likes a lot of attention and she would have been thrilled to show me her her gappy teeth mouth smile uh, for the rest of the night had I asked. But he he likes to just be chill about things and he doesn't like a lot of attention and he gets kind of annoyed if people are like looking at him or paying too much attention to him or um, certainly commenting on what he's doing or how he's looking or whatever. And I've seen other people in the family do that. Like, you know, again, it's just, it's really hard to control the urge. A lot of people don't share my philosophy on why it's so important not to comment on uh, people's bodies or appearance. So I've seen other people in the family say things like, oh my God, you know, you're like, you're getting so tall and that kind of thing. And, and even that stuff, I don't necessarily think it's problematic, but when there's too much of it, you know, I can see him kind of getting irritated or uh, self-conscious or whatever. And um, so I'm very aware that he's got, he's got like a low threshold for having everybody attend to the way his new smile looks. Um, and even among that, I just think it's like really important to notice it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with commenting on a child's height change, right? Of course not. But it is the way in which everybody does it that starts to alter the kid's perception of themselves 
and uh, feel really weird, I think, about those changes. Because like if one person said to you, wow, you're gigantic, you know, you, you might not have a whole lot to think about it. But if like day in and day out, people were like, whoa, you're huge, you're growing, you're giant. I don't know. It just it leads to a very weird message about what people notice about you. And I think in a lot of ways, it leads to a feeling of invisibility, like all they can see is how tall you've gotten. You know, nobody takes the time or or goes deep enough to notice that like you've learned to read at a certain reading level and you're really invested in this new interest or hobby or, you know, thing that you're learning a lot about and just can't get enough of. Uh, and I know for me as a kid, like those kinds of comments, they felt very playful uh, when people would comment on changes, especially like about height change. Um or things like, oh, your hair got so long. You know, there's just all, all sorts of things that are said said to kids. And it would feel very playful. But again, there's that threshold, right? Like, it's not like I minded one person saying something. But if I went to a family party or something and a bunch of aunts and uncles I hadn't seen in a year, they all said the same thing. I was like, guys, I get it. I'm taller. Like, that's how life works. <laughs> Move the freak on. Like, find something more interesting about me to talk about. Um, and I think that's where it kind of really has to be considered. It's not the impact of one comment. It's the um, experience of the person who gets a lot of comments. And that's the same thing is true of like complimenting a woman's appearance. If one person ever said, wow, you're so sexy, it probably wouldn't lead to a whole lot of self-objectification necessarily. But when so many people day in and day out are commenting on and either approving or disapproving of uh, her attractiveness levels, like that's what gets to us, you know, it's that cumulative effect. And I know the same is true with with everyone. And uh, my nephew certainly <laughs> displays a, a pretty quick boundary around that stuff. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that I still have the urge, right? Like all throughout the rest of that dinner or the rest of that like family hangout, I just wanted to talk about it because it was so exciting and cool. And he looks just unbelievably cute with a little like jack-o'-lantern smile right now. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's interesting just to watch that urge arise in me and recognize, ah, like this is a space where I have to exercise some form of willpower just to choose not to say it and to make sure that I am always in support of his agency, his needs, um, his boundaries around this kind of thing, and not my own impulses or desires to like just celebrate how cute he is right now. Um, plus, you know, uh, the fact that I'm like celebrating how cute he is sends kind of a weird message too. And granted, he's a boy, he's probably not going to come up against um, a whole lot of uh, being judged by and for his appearance the way that undoubtedly um, my niece will at some point, but it's still there. You know, it's still just a thing that I don't need to stoke. I don't need to contribute to. I just don't need to do. And so I have to like fight the urge because I grew up like all of us did in a world where you have the impulse to say something about somebody's appearance. Yeah, just blurt it out. So I thought that was interesting. Also, another really wonderful thing about uh, him right now is that he is growing his hair out. And this is something that I'm, I'm not sure the exact dynamic or what took place uh, in his family to allow this to happen, but I know that they had kind of been on a, um, a basically they would just like get his haircut. You know, he didn't necessarily want a haircut. They just got his haircut. Uh, he got 
what would sort of be considered like a boy haircut. And, and that was that. Um, and I'm at some point in this last um, stretch of time, I think he started expressing uh, like a, a desire to not get his haircut. Like when people would say, oh, we got to get your haircut. He would say mm, like he didn't want to or he wanted to let it be longer or whatever. And so they're letting him. And so it's growing out into this like wonderful, shaggy, slightly wild uh haircut i love it so much i think um it just makes me really happy that his like desires and needs are being taken into account and that um, my brother and his wife are doing such a great job of like encouraging his agency and his self-expression i I mean it's just so easy to be like "Mm, no you don't get a say in this like let's get your damn haircut um but instead they're really allowing it to be what he wants and what he wants is to grow it out and it's just like long and shaggy and fabulous he also happens to have really great um hair texture it's like really uh very appealing to me tactily it's like shiny and smooth so Anyway, I have to do the same thing around his hair. And and every time I show up there, I have to not comment on his hair because, you know, it's clearly like a somewhat fragile topic already. He had to kind of like work to express himself and get the the freedom to let it grow. I certainly don't want to start commenting on it now and make him feel self-conscious or feel like it would be less work to just get it cut again, or, you know, any of those things that lead to the ways in which people understand themselves, their identities. A lot of times comments like that aren't necessarily about being insulted. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, your hair looks terrible. Like, of course not, ever, not in a million years. But the urge that I have is to be like, oh my God, your hair looks amazing. I want to run my hands through it, you know. Um, It just makes, it feels really joyful to me, and it makes me really happy to see and again, I just think it it looks really adorable on him. So the urge that I have would be to comment positively. But even so, as a boy in this world, he is undoubtedly going to get pushback for any non-gender conforming things that he does. You know, and it's the same with like he likes to wear nail polish. Um, both of the kids do. They, they get their nails painted like pretty regularly. And um, yeah, I think it's the same kind of thing where he can just do it and be happy but at a certain point not too far in the future he's going to become aware that boys don't wear nail polish and I'm sure as heck not going to be the one to break it to him you know what I mean like if I or anybody else who just is trying to be supportive and complimentary says like oh you got your nails done too that's so great like your sister you know all those things they're intended to be supportive of course they're intended to be positive and loving but they send the message this is unusual we all have to process it for a moment we noticed it because it stood out to us and for a kid who doesn't want to stand out like really does not want to deal with a whole bunch of attention I don't think it would take a whole lot for him to decide, you know what, it's just a whole lot easier if I don't paint my nails. Like, yes, I enjoyed them and I thought they were fun and pretty, but like, I'm not going to do it if it makes everybody have to, you know, look at me and gush about me and talk about me, you know? And likewise with the hair, at some point, undoubtedly, he will come up against enough pushback if he let his hair keep growing and had it, you know, sort of... um non-gender conforming length he would get pushback on a regular basis and even if that pushback was positive it's just the attention being given to him that could end up making him decide even though he likes his hair long it's not worth 
the hassle of fielding everybody's surprise and delight or interest or curiosity or, you know what I mean? Like uh, people will ask, oh, like this is an interesting choice. <laughs> what made you decide that? Now he has to justify himself. And if he had his hair short, none of that would be true because no one would ever comment on a boy getting a short haircut because that's what we're used to. We don't even notice it. We don't even think about it. We only notice when it goes against what we are taught is normal. And so often the ways in which we come to think about ourselves, our identities, our, our expression of ourselves in the world, our appearance, it's about minimizing the weirdness, the labor we have to do if we, if we go against what is considered normal. And some of that labor, even if it's positive, is just fielding attention. It's just fielding, um, needing to sort of justify or explain ourselves. It's just doing the work of uh, supporting other people as they look at us. You know, they're like, oh, I'm having a moment of weird surprise. And you're like, ah, yes, I've seen this before. I guess it's my job to explain myself and make you comfortable. Like, it's just work. And the kid's a kid. He doesn't want to do that work. I mean, nobody does, really. Uh, But like, that is that fragile space where right now he's trusting his gut and he's doing what he wants, what he likes, what feels good to him. And eventually, if enough people make comments, it won't, fe- it won't outweigh, you know, how good it feels won't outweigh the work and labor it costs him or the attention that he has to put into it or whatever. And that's, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that would just be devastating. I mean, it's fairly likely but it it strikes me as incredibly sad. So for me, for my part in this, I don't ever wanna be a person who adds to that phenomenon. I don't ever wanna be one of the people who made him consider his height every time we hang out or consider his haircut every time we hang out or whatever, you know? Um, Which means that I am often in that position of noticing something really interesting, really positive about how he looks, when we hang out and and fighting the urge to say it out loud, making it his problem uh, and just keeping it to myself or saying it, you know, to like someone, one of the other adults. Um, I can like gush with my mom or my brother or somebody else to be like, look how cute he is. Uh, but I try not to make it his problem because I don't want him to associate me with doing that labor, with needing to explain himself and walk through the rigmarole of like, yes, yes, I'm taller. Look at that. Um, and I think this is, it was such an interesting experience because with the tooth, it was like a a really unusual moment, right? Like he's constantly going to be getting taller until he's an adult, but he only loses a handful of teeth. You know, they're like these really isolated moments. I think that's why he was so willing to participate in the whole thing, you know, like holding his tooth up and smiling for a photo when normally he hates photos. So with all that in mind, I'm just trying to, you know, make sure that I am associated with positive experiences and, you know, a lack of unnecessary labor or attention in the wrong direction that makes him feel invisible for who he is. And also, I don't want to contribute to uh, the feeling that anything about the way he looks is um, so surprising that he has to reconsider, wow, I guess this isn't very normal after all, and possibly at some point feel embarrassment or shame or irritation or um, exhaustion over the fact that something that he liked about the way he looks um, was just such a, a, a weird thing to do, you know, so notable. 
Because that's we only comment on things that are notable, right? Like we don't walk in to children or adults and comment on stuff that is completely normal. We just don't do it. We only comment on the stuff that strikes us as out of the ordinary, unusual, different, um, just not what we expected maybe. Like these are the things that make us comment. And that's an- another thing about like weight loss comments too is – it's notable, right? If you haven't seen somebody in a while and they've gained or lost weight, it is a notable thing. The urge to comment on that notable thing is totally understandable. But by doing so, you do end up contributing to everybody doing the same thing and the feeling in that person's internal world that something they've done is significant, that it has meaning, that it is important and it is either good or it's bad, depending on you know, what kind of comments and energy they've received. You know, we give them that feeling by participating in just one moment when they have to experience the cumulative effect of many moments. So for all of those reasons, I just wanted to bring that here and kind of unpack it, um, you know, in so many ways. Like I've, I've unpacked and dismantled so much internalized oppression uh, rules <laughs> from you know, the patriarchy and uh, the objectification of women and the idea that our appearance is important or weight matters, all these things. Like, these are all things that were just as planted in my mind as they were planted into yours. And I've done a lot of work to undo them. But there are still these moments. And I just wanted to share some of that with you. Um, the, the, the way in which I make it conscious, something that used to be unconscious. And the way in which I make it a priority, something that used to not matter at all. You know, because I would just say stuff like everybody just says stuff until I started to think more deeply through my work um, about the cumulative consequences that that has on people and where I want to participate. So, yeah, I think that that is everything I wanted to say about it today. Um, If you have kids in your life, like I'm I'm really curious if you've experienced this similar thing or if this resonates with you around a pattern that you either do or don't do, or maybe never even thought about before. Um, Because yeah, I mean, again, this isn't here to like make anybody feel guilty if the last thing you said to a child in your life was a comment on their appearance. Like this isn't about good and bad. I think it's just about being more thoughtful and considering that cumulative effect on the other side rather than the singular effect on your side of that kind of comment. Um, and, and just allowing that to like land in you. Uh, and if that lands in you in a way that makes you want to change your behaviors or show up differently, that's great. You know, it just means that you are bringing more compassion to your relationships with the kids in your life and more, um, hopefully, uh, more of a positive relationship between you because you are focusing on their needs. And when it comes to adults, I would say best policy, best practice here is just to never do it fight the urge. There is never a time where commenting on somebody's body is necessary. Um, In my mind, there is never a time where it is appropriate, although certainly many people disagree with me on that, and you may be one of them, and that's totally fine. Um, Everybody gets to show up, obviously, and make their own choices in life, but when it comes to definitely not accidentally causing harm, the one safe way to do that is just not to comment on anybody's appearance, positive or negative. And that's it. I hope that was helpful and uh, really appreciate you listening. I will catch you on the next episode.